Hey guys, welcome. Are you ready to actually step into the portal, this portal to ascension and literally spread your wings and fly? So stay tuned because you are gonna be connected to Neil, Neil Gar, Portal to Ascension and Alan Steinfeld tonight. And you will really fine tune those keys to getting started. So I'm your host, Joan of Angels. If you're new to my channel, please like, and this is Neil. Hello. Please like, subscribe, and share out the content if you like it. And I help people with blockages, concerns, passion, concernings, their passions, or simply wanting to continue your journey to full empowerment and embodying the most authentic version of yourself. So I am here to guide you with practical, mystical, and time-tested tools that will assist you. Check out my website at joanofangels.com. All right, now... We're going to have a great show tonight. Let's start off by centering. So we're going to do what we always do as we step into the miraculous. And yes, guys, we are not in the same place. We're coming to you live from the magical, mystical continent, really. Beautiful spot, the Mayan history of Tulum. So taking a deep breath in, everyone. And letting it all out. And once again, taking a deep breath in and letting it all out. We'll do it a third time, breathing. And let it all out and just send those roots down to the center of the earth and send that antenna of yours up into the heavens so that you can receive this magical information today. All right. So. Mother, Father, God, we are so grateful to be coming to you today from the Mayan civilization and the history here, the magical space, and knowing that you are going to be able to step into the portal with us. So take it away, Neil. And I'm happy to introduce you to Neil. Hello, everybody. What's going on? Neil with Portal to Ascension. So happy to be here. This is the Portal to Ascension show. We went live. We went live a few months ago, and that was just me and that kind of went on a hiatus for a while, even though I promised I would not go on a hiatus, but life is what it is and I had to go on one. But now we're back and this is the second in the series. We went live last week with um, Margaret Rigoloso. Got to get her name right. You did it right. You I got it right. right. And um, <laughs> that was on Miraculous Conception, Virgin Births. And we're doing an event this weekend on, on Saturday on the, um, specifically on the Virgin Births, the esoterics and the history of it. But this is Show number two. And yes, as Joan said, we are together right now in Tulum. We got here yesterday. We're in a remote village called Chalem, about an hour north of Merida for the last few days, uh, very secluded. And now we're in a place where it's like a vegan paradise here and so much amazing food. And uh, we're creating a lot of content, working together and working together with Alan. So this right here is just like a recap of what we've gone through. And what we've been doing, you know, and we're going to bring on Alan Steinfeld in a moment. And it's going to be an opportunity for us to go deep into Alan because, Joan, you were saying that you wanted to know more about who right. Alan is, right? Right. Like, how did he get into this work and his, his show, New Realities, which covers all sorts of things about subjects about consciousness, growth, transformation, extraterrestrial living? What else? Oh, I mean, the, he's <laughs> been doing so much for, okay, let's just do the official introduction, I guess, okay, right? You go ahead. So, um, Alan Steinfeld is a pioneer, and I mean that in the truest sense of the form, in that not only has he been doing this content for a while, but hundreds of thousands. Of but he's he's been interviewing people, and he was like, we just saw an interview of him with Bruce Lipton in Bruce Lipton's living room 
even before um, you know Bruce was known to everybody. So the, the, we want to know things like how did you get that invite? You know. Right. So um, so Alan Stample, a lot of you know him. He's been on this channel many times. I'm pretty sure almost all of you guys know him. But New Realities is YouTube. Please do go check that out. As well as Jones YouTube and mine. You know, we're really putting out a lot of amazing content here just so that we can continue with this upliftment of consciousness and the disclosure of not just like UFOs, but who we truly are. So let's go ahead and bring Alan on. What do you think? All right. So here we go. Here's Alan. Right there. Hey. Okay. Hi, Alan. It's great to be here with you guys. All the ways in Mexico, I got my Aztec calendar behind me, which uh, just pulls me into the date. But yeah, you know, well, just let me address that Bruce Lipton interview. I saw an article by Bruce Lipton in like the mid 90s in a magazine up in Washington State called uh, The Golden Thread. And I said, this guy is talking about biology and spirituality in the same sentence. And I want to meet this guy. So Actually, it wasn't until 1999 I had called him or emailed him. He was not published. People didn't know him. And he said, yeah, you want to interview me? Come on over. So I happened to be there in the Santa Cruz Mountains or nearby. He invited me to his house, me and my girlfriend, Paula Gloria, who was a character herself. And we were there. Did you, did you know her? No. We, no. He invited us in. We were there for three hours. It was a hot July afternoon. And he just talked to us, to me, really, about all the things he would later unfold in his books and his workshops, how really going back to the receptor sites of the cell is the consciousness of the cell. And we have these self-receptors that are unique to our spirit and all the kind of uh, development he would go to, which made him so famous and popular about epigenetics, that we're, we're, we evolution is more Lamarckian as opposed to Darwinian. Darwin said that evolution happens by chance mutation. Lamarck said it was intentional. It's with intention that creatures and species change. And Lip, mm -hmm. Bruce Lipton was much more of a Lamarckian than a Darwinian. He wasn't Darwinian at all. Of course, we're not saying evolution doesn't happen. We just say there are the mechanics of evolution is in the intention of the consciousness of the cells. Anyway, that's a little. Mm. But anyway, Alan, that's very, very interesting. But I'm curious. Oh, you already had that show of yours. So yes. what, what was your motivation? Like, how did you get into this? Like, who are you? All right. That's a good story. So I was um, in 1990. I was I was working in the film business in New York City, but it was kind of boring because they were just production assistants, you know, and I, I wanted to direct. And but I also got into massage and healing. So take I took a break from New York in around 1991. I moved to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I. Um, found a place to live with this guy, Jonathan Lowe, who had a cable show on the local Santa Fe television, like public access television called The Art of Healing in Santa Fe. And there were so many healers in Santa Fe in the 90s. There probably still are. And I was there mm -hmm. in acupuncture school, so I knew a lot of healers. So I, I was also been involved with doing video. I would do weddings and bar mitzvahs throughout the 80s. So I knew cameras and video and editing. So I would go out with Jonathan on shoots to 
have him interview. I was usually the camera person and he would do the interviews. But there was this one woman and this was my very first interview named uh, there was a woman named Rebecca Fitzgerald and she would take people out for dolphin swims. And I was really interested in what she had to say. So Jonathan said, why don't you interview her? And I said, great. And we went really deep into dolphin consciousness and had worked with John Lilly on some films. John Lilly is the guy who taught dolphins how to speak uh, English and understood their consciousness more or less. So um, he was also portrayed in Day of the Dolphins, if you ever saw that movie with um, George C. Scott. And also there was a movie about him called Altered States, which was about his drug use, which is a whole other story about John Lilly. So anyway, I knew about dolphins, or at least I had studied them and helped John Lilly edit a film called um, Man and Dolphin, I think that was called. And what what year was this, Alan? Well, I worked with John Lilly in 1989. I was living up in up in Malibu at his place. I knew his, his secretary, uh, Barbara Clark, and we met at an expo in 89, and she invited me to live up there for a while, up at Decker Canyon, all the way. To, it's the last canyon before you go out of uh, Malibu, out of the county there. Um, so I lived there and worked on some films and did a lot of editing for John. So I, do you know Dolphins? You can't do or cannot be anesthetized. John Lilly tried to anesthetize them and they would drown. They are always conscious. They are conscious huh. breathers. They sleep on one side of their brain and then the other side of the brain. And if you've ever looked at a dolphin brain, it's much more complex and developed than a human brain. It's mm-hmm. much more the, the the hemispheres are much more finely tuned. So the other thing about dolphins is they can make at least four sounds at once. We make these one sounds. You might say this sound next and next. Dolphins can make a sound with their blowhole, with their nostrils, with their throat, and with this, um, uh, I think it's probably this back of their throat, this kind of clicking sound. So, and they're, so it's they are talking in a multidimensional language and are much more... Mm-hmm. Um, intelligent basically than human beings i mean they just swim around all day jump out of the water i think 40 percent of their time is having sex so they 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 just um anyway those are dolphins so that was my first interview understanding this dolphin woman i think you froze again but i'll keep talking because i want to show you a role of um I want to show you a clip from my early days when I was just developing. Are you back? No, I was just developing new realities uh, when I got back to New York. So I was in Santa Fe from 90 to 94, got back to New York in 94. And then I went into public access here because I saw, well, I could do that. There's a lot of people I want to talk to. So I started to interview people in New York, healers and spiritual teachers, and it would help me promote a lot of events. I was also doing um, live events with people like Paul Lowe, and I would do interviews with them. And there was a great studio here in New York for public access called Manhattan Neighborhood Network. 
They had really high quality equipment. So I have all this VHS interviews that I did throughout the 90s, probably till about 2010 VHS. And then it became mini DV. And then it became um, these digital drives. I mean, it started in three quarter inch. So that's how my interviews began in, um, with these three quarter inch interviews and and some of those early interviews were with Nassim. I interviewed Nassim Armim in the '90s. I interviewed um, I interviewed Ramdas. I uh, interviewed Deepak Chopra. I think my first interview. I've interviewed Deepak Chopra now over twenty times, and my first interview with him was in 1999. Um, so I just developed a body of work and. My girlfriend at the time, Paula, said, what are you doing with all these videos? And because we just go around the country when we're traveling together and do lots of different interviews. We interviewed Marshall Rosenberg, the developer of uh, nonviolent communication. Actually, Paula did that interview. We did. She did a really good interview. We interviewed Ama, the hugging guru online. Actually, I interviewed a lot of interesting, holy people from India. I want to show you a clip of my um, uh, electronic press kit from the early 90s, if I could find that. And um, is there a way to screen share this? There you are. How are you doing? Did oh, you lose? Great. We, didn't, we didn't drop. Did you tap dance, Ellen, for us? I could tap dance. No, I was talking about my development in... Um, as a public access producer. And then in 2000, 2006, my girlfriend Paula said, you know, I know what you could do with all these videos you've been taking. And there's this thing called YouTube. And we were one of the first producers and people to get these uh, big spots on YouTube. From 2006, we were one of the early producers to start our own online platform before Google even bought um, YouTube. We were doing programs. So I want to show you some. Can I share my screen? Um, yeah, you can try it. it. Let's see how it works. You have to you have to double share. You click share screen and then then you click share again. So go ahead, try it out. Uh, I click share screen. Let me just see if I could um, get my electronic press kit there. If you if you want to see some of my early, oh, I'd love to see that. Okay, this is, this is all right. You look see. for it, Alan. Okay, I'm going to look for and, it. Uh, this is great. So Alan has quite a history, and I, you haven't answered how you really uh, segued into the UFO disclosure oh, and your new book and how you okay. got there. So let's let oh. everyone know about that. We want okay. your personal story, Alan, because okay. you have no, an amazing think, life. We want to, we want to know your challenges, your trials and tribulations. Not we do want, want to know that. that. No. Okay. <laughs> um, well, we're always <laughs> going through our trials and tribulations, aren't we? Um, <laughs> let me just see. Yes. Uh, I'm just looking for my reels. But you no, know, some of the challenges were wanting to do video, and there was no money in video. I didn't want to keep doing wedding videos they were they were kind of interesting but uh, you know bar mitzvah wedding parties 
I wanted to be more creative. I wanted to be in front of the camera too. I didn't want to be behind camera. I actually was working for this guy when I first got back to New York from Santa Fe and he was helping him with his production. I said, I can ask better questions. Why is this guy in front of the camera? And it's like, (laughs) I had to seek out how to do that. And it's not an easy process because everyone wants to do their shows in New York. There was a guy named Ugly George who would just, he would ask women to take off their clothes in the streets of New York. That was called the Ugly George show. So you had a lot of these weird kind of shows on Manhattan Cable. Then you had the Robin Bird, softcore porn. And then you had me, my spiritual interviews which had none of that stuff. So um, I um, so I started doing interviews and I knew about the UFO scene, but it wasn't until 1987 when I actually had a UFO abduction. I think it was an abduction. Uh, that was in California, right? It was actually, it was off of Route 80. I was driving from Eugene, Oregon, to New York and it was in West North Platte, Nebraska on Western Nebraska. It was right on the other side, I guess, of Wyoming. And I had this, you know, missing time. I had these marks on the back of my leg. We were me and this person where we were like in suspended animation for the night. We woke up in the same position we went to bed in. And then I started to meet people in the UFO scene. I said, what is this mark on the back of my leg? And one of these people who was connected to Bud Hopkins says, no, that is an abduction mark. And I kind of freaked out. And uh, (laughs) because like I didn't remember being abducted, but I also was immensely curious and obsessed with the subject. I wanted to know everything because I didn't remember. I wanted to know everything that had happened. So I met Bud Hopkins. If you know who Bud Hopkins is, he's the godfather of you, of really the alien abduction scene. There were people looking at alien abductions before Bud Hopkins, but he said, you know, there's a pattern to these abductions. And then he initiated Whitley Strieber. That was the first person Whitley saw, the first person John Mack. He turned John Mack onto the idea. Actually, John Mack said, this must be crazy. Um, (laughs) People don't know John Mack. He was a Harvard... Harvard School of Psychiatry, and he went and saw Bud, and he started. He said, "Well, Bud said to John, well, you can talk to these people claiming to be abducted by aliens.'" And John said, "Yeah, I want to prove that they're crazy." And he started talking Mm -hmm. to these people, and he said, "Guess what? These people are not any crazier than anyone else. They're having a real experience." And so I got to know John went to his funeral actually but i got to know john i got to know bud i, I more recently got to know whitley i mean and then i went to every ufo conference i would attend the bud hopkins meetings at the intruders foundation in new york they would meet once a month and and you know this was sort of not quite the early days but things people weren't really making sense of the whole thing it's still there's we still can't make sense of the ufo mm kind of world because it doesn't make sense from the point of view that we are looking at it from. But that's why I wrote this book called Making Contact because 
I've tried to put together many different aspects of the story so the reader can make sense of it all. Mm -hmm. And um, so let me see if I can find my um, my uh, new realities um, because I have a little clip there with Bud Hopkins and uh, but does that explain? You sort find of it for us, Alan. Yes, go ahead. Go you ahead. find what it, but meanwhile, I'm curious if anyone in our audience has had any UFO abductions and contact, feel free to put it in so we can see that. <laughs> right, and everyone's still, look, we have a great comment, still trying to figure that out. So, so this is very fascinating how you got into this field, Alan, because you're still doing your shows, right, regularly, and yes. now you have your new book, and you're on Clubhouse 24-7. I wake I, up I, at the I'm crack of dawn, my clubhouse goes off and somehow I get a text that you're on. Okay. And 24 seven. Well, I, am like 20, on, uh, 20, like, I mean, I fall asleep to it basically, you know, so, um, you know, I, 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 but there's a lot of good, um, there's a lot of great conversations that happen on clubhouse. So, um, I really enjoy, um, I mean, I've learned a lot. I've learned about this new book, uh, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon there. I've learned about different interviews that Louise Alessandro was talking about. But let me see if I could find my... Um, how did you two my, How okay. did we, we look for it, Ellen, you can hear us okay, right? Just to check real yeah, quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So you look for it while I'm going to talk about how we kind of connected... And what this means for Portal to Ascension. Yeah, no, you know what? God. I don't even remember how we connected. <laughs> uh, I think I, it was at Alan, an expo. maybe you can refresh my memory. I Was it at a New Life Expo? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was at it a was, New Life Expo. It was expo. most likely at an expo, but I yeah, think it, it was, was at Conscious through, Life. It was at Conscious was Life. It, was it through Jonah Bolt? I Everyone mean, somehow. Um, anyway, how do I share my camera now? No. Well, okay, if you look at the bottom of the stream, oh, it, says share. Share, it says share. Share video. Yeah, and then click the share bottom of the screen. <clears throat> share no, don't screen. share a video or you'll kick us off. Okay, yeah. 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 I'm going to go share screen, yes. Um, and take your time, uh, take your time. So this not is very interesting window. what we're hearing about him. Yeah. What else? No, so Neil, Did I you met you. You told me what you were doing. I got, um, you know, I got excited because you were doing something. You were doing it on your own, and you were yeah. putting a lot of energy into it. And um, I wanted to, you know, because I knew a lot of people. Yeah, I would turn you on to some of those people you wanted to get in touch yeah. with. I still, so I still, do I that. remember, yeah. I remember the Conscious Life Expo. I don't even know quite some years ago. We would sit next to the stairs going up, and we had a little like meeting there and discussion, just talking about what we do, and then. And uh, when people were walking, speakers were walking, you were calling them to int introduce me. And then at the next two to three Conscious Life Expos, we would see each other in the audience. And then you would like grab me and then I would walk with you and you'd introduce me to a bunch of people. So that was like the beginning phases of it. And then you started because before we even did the live conferences, we'd been working together for like three years. And you started hosting our extraterrestrial disclosure conferences. Remember those? Where we yeah, would do those, those two day, three day. We even did a four day summit. Like that was exhausting. Didn't now, we do so. a six day summit at one point? Was it that was, was a, it was yeah, five day? There was one five day extraterrestrial disclosure summit, 
you know, that was, all of that, that is exhausting. on our website still. So yeah, we've done a lot. And but, also you're going to be in a lot of the upcoming events as well, Alan. I, I, I have loved being on those panels with you because you uh, know so much, not just about the UFOs, but about ascension and the interdimensional travel and your consciousness. Yeah. It's full really, circle. It's full circle. And it is going into, okay, get this. I talk about step into the miraculous. You talk about the portal to ascension and he's talking about new realities. Mm -hmm. All right. Whoa. That is quite powerful. Okay, did you find it, Alan? Uh, I did find it. I'm just trying to find out how to share my screen. So go back to the StreamYard, click share at the bottom, then you click right. share screen again, and then you click the window and share. So it's like three Or the steps. Chrome uh, tab if you put it up in Chrome, okay? okay? Guys, this hey, isn't as easy now. as okay. it looks for a first timer. Okay, I got okay, it. Okay, so did we get any? There we go. There we go. We got, we got it. here. Yep, yep, there we go. Welcome to new realities. Welcome to new realities. Welcome to new realities. Welcome to new realities. My, My name, name is Alan Steinfeld. And in this show, I'd like to investigate the nature of consciousness, who we are on not just the physical level, but maybe a spiritual soul level. And that has to do with how we perceive the world and who we are in our dreams, in our, our altered states of consciousness. Well, there are levels of reality I can discuss and levels of reality I can't discuss. But we could transform into uh, other planes, other dimensions, other realities. Alternate realities, parallel realities. Inner realities. New realities, as your program is named, to create new realities. And based on all the things that you've never experienced before. This is New Realities TV. I'm Alan Steinfeld with Paula Gloria from the Nevada desert at Burning Man 1999. See you next week. Bye. That's one of my favorite videos right there. The last years, and it's about exploring the expansion of our consciousness. Consciousness is basically a, a primary uh, attribute of existence. Hmm. And when you can harness Chelsea floor, the power brilliant. in consciousness, you will create your new reality. Ask Phil about Chelsea floor. She was amazing. New Realities is giving voice to <laughs> the evolution of a spiritual culture that is emerging in this country. My first interview with Deepak. It's not the road you walk, it's the walking. Not the road you walk, it's the walking. And the best communication you can ever is have in is communication with the divine, mm -hmm. because that's where you get the most support. New Realities gives us new so What New Realities does is open that window a little wider so we can kick our heads out and see a greater possibility for who we are as human beings and what's possible for the planet. Once we begin to expand yes. our repertoire we should get her a lot and of conversation falls away. And yes. This is happening to everyone okay. on this planet. The old dramas, I mean. The old dramas yeah. fall away. Because they're the so fears boring fall anyway. away. I mean, I, yeah. The, the fears fall away. That's a good yeah. haircut. I'm, I'm I mean. not afraid of death. Mm. Um, I'm not afraid of going out into the cosmos. I'm not afraid of having a galactic being stand next to me. Mm. And I have had those experiences. Mm. And so uh, my reality has shifted. Mm. And it's shifted in a way that I feel is not something that has happened to me, mm. but that I can use. My higher self says, use life. I'm constantly on the lookout for people who have new ideas about who they are new relationships. The, the world would be a much better place mm -hmm. to live mm -hmm. if, if um, we were kinder, 
And what I say is, turn it around. You be kind. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if the world is so unkind, where is the teacher of kindness? Mm -hmm. uh, Swami Satchitananda said that Byron there are two ways to uh, become realized, two really good paths. Mm -hmm. The first is, first is to be a monk, but if you're not going to do that in this lifetime, then the second is to learn about who you really are by having relationships. Why? Bruce Lipton is a brilliant biologist who gave us a whole new paradigm for evolution. We're not just the environment as a physical, we're, we're, you're, I'm also you, because you're part of the environment. Right, I am, we're all connected as one. The environment mm -hmm. is a connection. It is not a separation. Science and religion both fail uh -huh. by reducing us as something separate from the environment. Right. Man is created above and beyond mm -hmm. everything else. Man is separate from, it's like man is not separate from anything. The moment we believe man is separate, mm -hmm. It's the moment we are actually on the decline of our vitality. Alex Gray has given us new art and new visionary symbols in which to evolve our culture. Art, in general, argues for the reality of the inner worlds. Mm. It speaks for that. And that's what we need to sort of resurrect uh, in the 21st century, is the value of the inner worlds, that the subjective is what brings meaning and purpose to our lives. Let's do an art uh, forum with all these visionary arts and Joan's work and Alex and Kamara. Um, yeah, we were, we were just talking about that today. Yeah. And I know mm -hmm. Alex, I think he would come on. He'd do that with oh, us. Oh, yeah. I would love, love, oh, love to have God. Alex on. Me too. Yeah. We should do and something a, with him. And you know, I was thinking we can, instead of just the conferences and the panels, we can actually curate just panels for the mm -hmm. YouTubes. Yes. You know? Like that yes, art panel. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think a visionary arts panel um, would be great. And they've just built a whole. Mm -hmm. If you come to New York ever, Neil, I'll take you up to Alex Gray's place and we'll go up to Kyle. I want to go. That'd be awesome. Don't come. I definitely have been following Chapel him. of Sacred Mirrors. They're, they're just starting to mm -hmm. open up. They just built a whole new building called Empion, which is going to be a museum to visionary yeah. art. So Alex and Allison, great people, good friends. I did this interview with Alex probably, when was this? Probably, I don't know, 1995, however many okay. years ago that was. Wow, wow. 25 years ago. All right, but we're still good friends. I, I discovered him. I just walked, I mean, discover him, but he, I walked into this museum called the New Museum of New York, and I was just, oh, I had wanted to see a vision of ascension. Mm -hmm. That was what I asked the universe for. I thought it would show up as a vision, but then sort of the following week, I walked into this museum and there was Alex's paintings of human bodies turning into light. And that was my vision yeah. of ascension. That was a Ooh, manifestation. I had chills. Isn't that great? Yeah, I, saw, like, chills. I saw his, um, his artwork was on tour and it was at Orange Coast College. In California, but the I'm I feel connected to Alex because in 2000 I went to college and I started listening to the band Tool, right? Yeah, and he made all the artwork for Tool, so I wasn't even fully awake yet. So I was watching his stuff and looking at his art before I woke up, which was a year later. So he literally was the first person in this field that I even ever like ever came across. You know, wow. And when I, I was into his work for a year, and then I woke up to Jordan Maxwell, Nassim Haramain, William Henry, and then I was like, whoa, there was some sort of synchronistic thing in my life where I was drawn to his work, even though I wasn't fully aware of my mission, 
you know? Right. So it I, was I, a little interesting. Yeah, well, and I, and I kind of, he came into my awareness when I first went to Dom and Her because he had um, been working with Asperidae and Falco and Dom and Her. And so, and I know that he had been out there and I just fell in love with his work because mm. it is what is going on on the other dimensional levels. If we had eyes to see, that's yeah. what we would see if we were looking at our body or even if we're looking at us right now doing the show, we would see the energetic frequency. So it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. right. I love well, your history, Alan, by the way. That video well, is the best. Well, thank you. I have more. But I want I have a video. I have an interview I did with Falco where we talked about time travel. The guy who started Dominor, but I'm I. I have interviews with him too that I just need oh, someone really? who could take it off the reel. Neil, and we should get Joan. Yeah. We, we should organize a trip to Dominor with people. I did that in about 10 years oh ago. Oh my God. Well, and I have just, a great connection there. That's I, actually. Yeah. What's that? Actually, I think they froze again. But I do know a guy named Crotolo, and they all have these animal names. And he is. Uh, He's a kind of intermediary between the world and um, so. So you want to show? Oh, yeah. You're going to show us the rest of the video? Yes, yes, yes. But I want to say I have a. I have a couple this is of really your time for everyone to really have your deep dive. I know I have a really good friend in okay, Domino who would totally welcome us. So this is Alex Gray, and oh. here we go. Right oh, now, oh, no. I'm out there giving a voice to to people that would not be heard otherwise, and I really. Here's my interview with Ama. She gave me about 15 mm. minutes on the Darshan line where we've had like laughing and joking. Enjoy it. And I'm happy to be doing what I'm doing. Crazy Knight, <laughs> who doesn't give interviews to anyone anymore. But I, I knew Ramp. She's the channel for Ramp. And I was with the Ramp of School for 20 years, which is part of my history, too. Here, the understanding Amit Goswami. Realities of Murray. Dennis Kucinich. This is my first political presidential candidate. This is when he was running for president. <laughs> he was incredible. He talked about healing. He he was a really fine person, Dennis Kucinich. People should just ahead of his time. Shift what you believe yes. into what Lewis Carroll says in Alice in Wonderland. That I like to believe six impossible things before breakfast. Start to believe believe some impossible things. To your language. Look at the UFO phenomenon. This is my interview with Bud Hopkins. He said, nice. look at the UFO phenomena this way. It's having developed this way. We saw these things flying around. We originally thought they were military. They were American or Russian or something. It took a while before people began to think, Lord, are they extraterrestrial? Yeah. Then that got accepted. But nobody wanted to think there was anybody in them. Mm -hmm. They're just machines or something. Actually, I have to say, Bud coached Leslie Keene about how to approach the whole subject. And he said, we have to establish the reality. There are things in our sky. Before we get into aliens and abductions and anything like that, we just need to make it clear there are things out there. And that's square one in the UFO field. So he was very nice, bud. He had a big studio. He was an artist. He did this series called The Watchers, if you've ever seen his painting series and i said bud don't you think they're related to aliens he goes no they're just things that come into my head but they were directly related to aliens the watchers mm -hmm. series they had these big they were abstract but these big red balls for heads anyway this is bud because it's a little too scary to imagine 
people, beings inside these things. These gray beings, I'm sure. This woman is incredible. Pamela Stonebrook. She's a musician. I don't know what she used to live in California. I went to visit her. This was shot in California, but she did a great song about her alien abduction. We should, mm. you should look her up, see if she's still around. Pamela Stonebrook, Neil, uh, see if you can find her somewhere. Okay. Everyone knows who the greys right. are. You'd have I'm to be in a coma not to know who the greys are at this point <laughs> with the big eyes. Uh -huh. um, I was in this room and there were four little girls that ran over to me calling me mommy. Nevada, they called 395. This is my run-in with Dan Aykroyd. This was oh, at, yeah. nice. this was at uh, a talk by John Mack, I think, and at the New York School of Medicine in Uptown New York. So I said, Dan, what do you have to say about what 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 you're seeing here? And so, can it, we get Dan? Can we get Dan on? You think? I tried to get him to endorse my book, but he's just he's just you know. Actually, Joan, you know Kelly Gallagher. She's a good friend of Dan Aykroyd's. Why don't you ask right. Kelly? I you didn't know? know. I know Kelly Gallagher. Oh, you don't know her? She's at all the expos. You know, maybe I thought you knew. Well, her. I maybe. probably do, and I can get her at Tsushima. Okay, okay, go ahead, please. Yes. Okay, let me go back. This is Dan Acro. I put my copyright on because I didn't want anybody to like say this, but this is my own. I wanted to get Dan again. I, I probably we'll probably be in touch. We should definitely get him, Neil. They called 395, the extraterrestrial highway, and this county in Washington that said it's illegal to harass or trap Sasquatch. So you've got governments. <laughs> I have a longer interview with Dan Aykroyd, actually, where he talks about uh, being woken up in the middle of the night and, and being told to go outside and look at these craft. And his wife says to him, go back to sleep. And he goes back to sleep. And then he reads in the paper that there were all these sightings. So he is totally into it. <laughs> okay, this, this is the ending. This is the ending. Sasquatch. So you've got governments. <laughs> so by planting new ideas into people's minds, I hope that new realities will emerge, so thank you. All right, that's it. So Alan, that was fantastic. Okay, take away the share now. Okay, I got okay. it. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and stop oh, your yeah. screen share. Oh, yeah. And let me just say, um, oh, I wanted to add also, yeah, so when we connected, I had already been watching your videos for many years, like since, I guess, 2001, 2002. I, when I was getting into this awareness, quickly found your information. So, and because we've been friends for so long, I forgot about the fact that I was really like a fan of your work up until the moment oh. we met. So I was like, oh, just you. really, really happy that we um, got an opportunity to connect. And that's why I'm just like so grateful for the fact that we work together because mm. not only like do we have good synergy, but oh. you're like, as you say, you're a connector and a resource of all of this awareness. And I, as you can see, and as a lot of people can see probably watching the passion and the, the pure curiosity you have in your face when you're talking to these people, right? <laughs> you're like, bursting out of yourself with so much excitement and curiosity that it just goes to show that you're really doing it for the right reasons you know it does. It thank does. you thank and you. alan you and i you and i must have met early when i started going to conscious life expo and i saw you talking to all the the big speakers i know you I know said why aren't you talking to me i'm important you said <laughs>
And I said, I don't know you. I would so love to talk to you. <laughs> That's so uh, no, funny. I, I met you. We were sitting on a couch and you were upset because I hadn't talked to you, but I didn't know you, Joan. <laughs> I'm so shy, Alan. I'm very shy. Okay. And that's what we were talking about is how do you meet the people you want to meet without, you know, when you're shy, you don't want to push them away. You don't, you're afraid you just to talk say to hello. Them. You were, I'm, you were, I'm not I didn't think of that. I love meeting everyone. You know, I, yeah, I, you do. I mean, I just go up to people and go, although I saw Goldie Hawn once and I would, I should have gone up to her because she's into all this stuff, Neil. We have to get Goldie Hawn. She's into UFOs. She's, she's into all this stuff. So, but you know, people don't you know that. I don't think she likes to talk about it publicly, but um, you know, yeah. she's the one who identified for a husband. What's her husband's name? Um, oh, yeah. Kurt, 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 Kurt. Kurt. Kurt yeah. was flying into the Phoenix airport on the night of the Phoenix lights. And oh, yeah, Goldie yeah, Hans, I remember that. And Goldie Hans was knew about the Phoenix lights and she put that together. And for this guy, he didn't know what was Kurt was Russell, I guess his name is, didn't know Kurt what was Russell. going on. Yeah, anyway, there's a lot of movie was, stars yeah. and actors into this, Neil. There's a whole yeah, well, Shirley McLean. Yeah, Shirley McLean for sure. And the nanny, the nanny was at Conscious Life Expo. What's her name? I forget her name now. The nanny. Fred, Fran Rush. Fran. Yeah, she was. She spoke she at Conscious was? Life Expo one year. Yeah. She did mm-hmm, at the Conscious mm-hmm. Life Expo. I didn't know. I did see Shirley McLean was at the Conscious Life Expo yeah. one year. And then she had, um, she had a whole blog on the, her experiences, and then it completely vanished. Now, like, I was trying to get a hold of her that same year, but. Shirley, Shirley McLean. Well, no, no, the Fran. Oh, the Fran, Fran Rusher yeah. is it? Fran. Anyway, yeah, Shirley, Shirley McLean. She's talked, interviewed a lot of people. Yeah, I, I went. You know, I, I went met, to New. I, go ahead. You met, went where? Well, I, I remember uh, reading her book, and I was so turned on by like I was all. She was talking all about her past life regressions with Chris Grisham, and yes, I did. I flew out to Santa Fe and spent a week. At their mm. at their retreat there, and I didn't see ETs. I wasn't okay. I had known that I had contact, but I didn't like ever want to talk about it or pursue it because I was terrified. I started mm. painting uh, ETs back in in the end of 1998, something like that, and I was terrified mm-hmm. of them. Right. <sighs> well, well, Shirley MacLaine was great. I met her at a Ramtha retreat in 1980. Five in Joshua Tree. I met Shirley McLean in Joshua Tree, along with um, who's the woman who put together the that kind of um, online paper um, newspaper, the woman, the Greek woman. Um, what's her name? Um, she's a sister. Uh, she's you know, the famous uh, online paper, the most famous one there was, the something, come on, help me well, out well, here. Huffington Post, Ariana? Well, Huffington or- Post, yeah. I met okay. Shirley McLean with Ariana Huffington when she was Ariana Stapanopoulos. They were friends. They came to Joshua Tree for the Ramtha retreat. I gave Shirley McLean massages there, and we'd walk around the desert talking about, you know, ETs and aliens. So... I knew Shirley McLean back there and 
Ariana Stop Huffington was very quiet at the time. She was a writer. She just had written a book mm -hmm. about Maria Callas because Maria Callas was a famous Greek opera singer. So uh, it was, and then I had seen Ariana Huffington after she made it in the Huffington Post, and we talked about those times briefly. And she remembered those times, like you know, yeah. twenty years later. So Shirley MacLaine was always into this stuff, and. Um, right. And she was into channeling. We met at the channeling sessions and she, she, mm -hmm. and she's really, you know, some people can't hear it from uh, just people like us. They have to hear like something from a movie star in order for them to believe it. There's that whole set. So I think Shirley MacLaine yeah. actually opened up a lot of people because of who she was and the status to these alternate realities uh, because they believed her because she was a movie star. Of course, she was sort of you know, ridiculed by the rest of the Hollywood kind of kind of uh, society. But she stuck to it, and yeah. you know, still sticks by it. And st lots of her books mention UFOs and her trips to um, Peru. Out on a limb was her real breakthrough book into the spiritual realms. And then yeah, she, and talks she even has a podcast. Yeah, she has a podcast where she interviews a lot of these people. We should talk right. about this for a second because they yeah. used to say that people like us were crazy. Mm -hmm. In fact, people like us got committed because we were talking about new realities and consciousness and ascension and portals. So we have come a long way since those days because you're talking about 20 years ago or more. Mm -hmm. I can't do such 30 years ago. Right. Right. So oh, time has really right. changed. But Shirley MacLaine was always out there. I actually saw her last in New York a few years ago, and I asked her the UFO question. She thanked me for asking it. And May Pang was in the audience. You know who May Pang is? She's the one uh -huh. that saw the UFO with John Lennon in 1974. And then oh, okay. May Pang was substituting for Yoko Ono there. Uh, but, you know, it was this whole thing. And, and May Pangs, I asked her about it. She said, yeah, there was this UFO on the east side of New York. And then John Lennon wrote the song Dream Number Nine, where I mentioned in my book, there's all these there's all these allusions to meeting aliens on these other levels. At least that's how I interpret it. So anyway, yes, now we're no longer crazy, especially because the government has right. come out. With so, it, OK. Um, but, you know, Neil, I just want to say, what do you, yeah, that that's, it was that it's that that's where we really connected, where we both were in Austin. You remember I mentioned this? Before. Oh, yeah. That's when we, our friendship went to another level. That was cool. Yeah. We were in Austin on December 16th, 2017. And the headline, we're watching television, never watch television. I had that extra bed because I was speaking there and there was, and you needed a place. So I said, yeah, I have an extra bed in the room. And then the news comes on about disclosure, the New York Times front page article. And we're watching that together. And you said, wow, this must mean something that we're watching this together on this day when disclosure happened. Mm -hmm. And that really solidified our connection there. Which yeah, was yeah. Really and it's been just exponentially increasing ever since. That's right. I love that, this deep dive. It was a deep dive. Mm -hmm. It's strange. But right, I'm so never what, what, I, yeah, go ahead. And you were just there at the same time. That was not a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Okay, what were you asking me? What were and you, then we hung out with Nassim Haramain because I was doing a Nassim yeah. Haramain event there. Yeah. And then we went to this uh, warehouse. I was saying, and then we hung out with Nassim Haramain because I was doing his yeah. event there. 
So yes. we all got to chill together and we went to that party. Remember? That was cool. Yes, at the warehouse. The oh, it's called the yeah. warehouse. That's what it's called in Austin, the warehouse. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So yeah, right. that was another level. But then you then that was 2017. Then Portal to Ascension really started to become quite active. Right? Yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of stuff up until then, but that was kind of when we I went from one event a month to like multiple events and then growing the YouTube channel and all that stuff. So it was really a milestone um, in what we were creating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you now we're really here went online. Right. Yeah. And we and have some upcoming events mm -hmm. that we, we want to share with everyone too. Um, right. That are coming okay. Up. So some of them have. So before we do that, you don't want to know anything more about my, uh, that's okay. I've given you the foundation to. Um, well, what else do you want to know? There's a <laughs> there's a lot of questions. Is there anything else you want to share, Alan? Um, that you know, I I feel like what I do with Portal to Ascension sometimes is is like is being a talent scout. I find people that are really exciting, and I bring them onto Portal to Ascension or onto my uh, YouTube channel because I, I, they have something to share, like. Like Marina, Seren, you know, it's like I did mm -hmm. a little interview. I said, this woman has to be out there. And, and Kamara Jones, although she, people knew Kamara anyway. And um, and even Nassim. I, I have a video of Nassim from when he was living in his van in the 80s. So um, mm -hmm. I was it was I didn't do that interview, but I I kind of salvaged it. So like my archives go back to like the dawning of the new age with magazine articles and videos yeah. and dvd and cds and and cassette tapes so i should maybe make this into a big museum dedicated to modern spirituality my apartment you know all all, all you my you've been doing this you know, all my you've been books. doing this for 40 years alan are those, that. Are those videos that. No, books? Books, videos. Are books and videos and books there and anyway I just have, yes, I've been yeah. doing this since the, I, 1981 is when I had a spiritual awakening. You, you, I'll just wow. tell you that. Before. Do you want to know how that happened? Yeah, yes, us. give us that. Well, someone had left a, an audio cassette tape of Ramtha, you know, Jay-Z Knight, 35,000 year old Atlantean warrior. I just thought that was total nonsense to, you know, <laughs> For someone, this housewife from married to a dentist to be channeling a 35,000-year-old warrior from Atlantis. I mean, because I came from a psychological background. I didn't, you know, I think, of course, people are crazy. They hallucinate. They um, fabricate. They lie. But someone left the tape, and I found the tape really interesting. So I said, well, I'll just check this out. I, the the Either she's crazy or she's acting. I didn't really think that there was any possibility of truth, but there was a slight, I, maybe 1%, that maybe there really was this Atlantean warrior being, ch channeling was totally new, although Jane Roberts has been doing it. So anyway, I went to the Ramthus audience and he calls on me and he says, what say you, beloved entity? It's like the Shakespearean voice. And then it's like, my consciousness just shift, shifted at that moment where I knew there was more to reality than we've been told. 
more right. more than psychology. And that was the moment, that moment where I really woke up to the bigger reality. And that got me into new realities mm-hmm. and all that in 1981. So yeah, it's been actually like 40, 40 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the, I was born the year after. You could have been our love child. Me and- <laughs> I, I could have. I was. I was the. I was the. The love child of your awakening, Alan. That's right. Me and Joan. You could have been mine and Joan's love child, if I only knew her back then. <laughs> right. If we had only met, and I had gotten over my shyness and projected into the future, when I'd be sitting here working with Neil Hap. But, mm-hmm. you know, I've been practicing. I was a chiropractor for over 40 years, and I've, I didn't, I've been doing I this didn't know you were a chiropractor. I didn't know you were yes, a chiropractor. Yes, a lot of things I don't tell anyone about me. And, yes, chiropractor for where'd over 40 years. Where did you go to school for chiropractic? Los, I went to Los Angeles College of Chiropractic. You could find all that out when we do our interview. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah, great. So and, um, it was quite anyway, – that's not when I had I my did, awakening. That, when did you have your awakening, Joan? Well, that's another story. But I had it after an ayahuasca journey when I started on Halloween 2013 when I received those instructions to paint 33 angels. And then I knew something was happening. And, for the, and I had been doing readings, and I was actually very empathetic, empathic. But once I started connecting with the angelic realms, then I knew. Right. Oh, we do have some nice oh, comments on there. Really fascinating. Is there anything else? Uh, I know. It's I just want to jump in here. Um, I feel like you want to say something, so go ahead. Go ahead no, no, I, I'm happy. That's up to date. It's not up to date, but no, let's shift to what New Realities is, I mean, Portal okay. to Ascension is doing and where it's coming up. Yeah. All right. So first, I want to make a comment because a lot of people are talking about Alex Collier. So we just connected with Alex a couple of days ago, and we have him on four conferences in 2022 everybody he's going to be talking on ancient civilizations and he's going to be on the first event that we're going to talk about together that um alan myself and joan are all involved with that's going to be on march 26th i believe of 2022 and it's called extraterrestrial races planets and technology so that's going to be a really incredible event we're trying to really you know we do a lot of stuff on spirituality ufo nuts and bolts but I really want to delve into what people know about these races, who they are, what their connection is to our ancestry, even what their planets. If somebody has channeled information or researched or experiences of actually being in these planets and these dimensions or whatever, uh, we'll be talking about that. And then we'll also have Dan Winter and Adam Apollo addressing Adam Apollo will be addressing actual technology based on his experiences from extraterrestrial civilizations. Dan Winter will be talking about theoretical well, it's not really theoretical now, but really next level physics that can help us understand how these beings even interact with us. So but, we decided but, you know, to Dan, ask you, Alan, to be a part of it because you're really passionate about that topic. Yeah, and no, I've talked to Dan Winter and Dan Winter, I would like to talk to him about the blood types of aliens. He's analyzed different genetics, alien genetics. So um, Dan has a whole- Yeah, he wants thing. to talk about that. Yeah, no, that's definitely one of the things that- are beyond science. So the other thing to talk to Dan about is that when we should have him on the Kundalini conference is that his whole ah. journey started with a huge Kundalini awakening. 
And that's how it just popped open his mind. And he got maybe he was into science before that, but it took him to a whole other level. And he talks about um, he talks about the um, how does he phrase it? Sort of like the etiquette of of, of Kundalini awakening, the proper Kundalini yeah, awakening yeah. etiquette. So Dan is just uh, a fantastic that's May yeah. 21st. Yeah, definitely put it. We'll definitely at least get him on the panel, the Kundalini panel for sure. So um, I forgot about that because I remember Dan actually approached me a while ago. We never did this. He wanted to do a two day workshop just on Kundalini. Ah. Yeah, so we should definitely have Dan. Why don't we, why don't we do the Kundalini um, talk one day and the following day do Dan's Kundalini workshop that we could charge people for, you know? Well, we have okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do a workshop after the conference. So let yeah. me let me just clarify for everybody who's in right now. We're talking about a few upcoming gatherings that we're doing. We have lots of stuff right now. In this moment, I'm currently working with three different groups of people to produce eleven events, not on the same day, but I'm currently doing it at the same moment, producing all these events. And two, um, three of them we're talking about right now. First one is the ET races, planets, and technology. Second one is the Kundalini conference where we're going to have an all-day event with the panel discussions on the Kundalini, right? And Alan has is has been the one to connect us with a lot of individuals because, you know, in your journey, you've come across a lot of people that have been into this information. Well, on my YouTube, there's a whole series called the Kundalini Hour, which I did with Kai Shanti, who had a great Kundalini awakening. And I've had Kundalini awakenings. My friend Val Tagini, I was watching her when she literally transformed from an ordinary person to an awakened person. She was right there at an Abdi session. You know, Abdi, electricity. He he activated her Kundalini and she was bouncing off the floor. And that was dramatic to see that person awaken right there in front Whoa. of the whole room. It, and she's the one who's going to be She is coming to the conference. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. And she has she a was my story. first guest for the conference. Great. So yeah, on my that, she had that awakening, that instantaneous. Right. On my so new reality. On my new realities YouTube, you can look at the Kundalini hour. So there's a bunch of people who are going to be at the Portal to Ascension Kundalini Awakening. Let's call it Kundalini Awakenings um, conference. Yeah. And then what else That's is coming good. up? Yeah. You know? All right, right. Well, we let me just online. address um, Beth right there. So Beth, the con the events with Alex are going to be pretty interesting because he's actually going to go into ancient civilizations and his awareness of these ancient civilizations, as well as um, document um, a really in-depth information on different ET races. And if you go to his website right now, he actually has um, a chart that he just released of different ET races and so much information about them and their planet. So just to do a side note right there, we're going to be also going into a lot of ancient history topics with him, which is going to be pretty awesome. Now, the, the other one is going to be the Crystal Skulls online conference. Oh, my God. We just we're down here in in the Mayan Peninsula, guys. We're here in Tulum. We went to see the ruins at Chichen Itza the other day, and it just came to us. We have to do a Crystal Skulls conference. Yeah. And so well, that is my, going to be coming up in September. Well, my friend and Playa we'll have a little um interview with the crystal skull she has a great crystal skull there in playa del carmen so um check her out i think you really it's seven o'clock <laughs> anyway i think you guys froze again and um i just wanted to get read some of the chats i think about um 
know, taking astral high astral hygiene exactly is what Dan Winter talks about. Astral uh, hygiene he talks about you know spiritual hygiene in general. Dan is a great resource. Also, so sign up to Portal to Ascension websites. Get access to a thousand hours of conscious content at portaltoascension.org. Okay. Are you back with us? Not yet. Um, yes, Merlina. Yes, astral hygiene. Exactly. That is what I'm just reviewing these comments. Spirituality gone wild. That is a great name. Okay. Are you back there? Yeah, we're back. We we're are. Back. We're back. What were you saying? You guys were like in a time loop there for a second. You know, you just <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of frozen time space while the world continued and you were frozen. No, so anyway, right. we were just the- in a portal, Alan. Consider it. We were in our. Uh, we were in a portal, and tonight's yeah. show is all about how we all got into this portal and what kinds of things we're going to be sharing. Your your story about your life is is so fascinating. But okay, don't we have well, an we online talk- conference coming up? Too? You're talking about the crystal skulls. Let's talk about crystal the crystal skulls. skulls yes. I was saying that you should definitely meet a crystal skull for real when you're in Playa del Carmen. Uh, Because a lot of them, there's a whole legend of 13 crystal skulls. Even Bashar has a little uh, video about, maybe we we could probably show it at the crystal skulls. Because he did that crystal skull video for my crystal skull conference. was a New York conference that I did with Kendall Morgan and the Edgar Cayce Center of New York. And me, New Realities, the three of us teamed up to do the 10-10-10 crystal skull and mayan elders conference in new york we had 500 people yes. there we had about 25 real crystal skulls and Humbotsman was there Humbotsman, daykeeper for the mayan calendar was there so wow. it was a huge event it was it was great it was great so i know a lot of the skull keepers and they're a great community of people and they're really unique I mean, there's ETs, there's walking, mm-hmm. but then there's the skull keepers and the skulls themselves, which, you know, people think that it's creepy crystal skulls, but that they symbolize death, but they really symbolize life. You know, they really symbolize, I got my little um, amber crystal skull here. They really symbolize consciousness itself because our skulls are the vehicle, the housing of this great consciousness. So they, for, if you can turn around, you symbolize the, the power of the human being to cognize new realities comes in the form of these skulls. And interesting. there's a reason skulls are shaped that way because they have a field that emanates consciousness. So there's a whole thing mm. to crystal skulls. I'm really glad Portal to Ascension is getting into it. Yeah. And, interesting. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll Joe, do a conference and then a workshop the next day. But one well, thing I want to say about that, I, I I was at a conference and there was Max, one of the crystal skulls, Joanne yeah. Parks. Yeah. Skull, and Max talked to me. I'm walking by. I'm not even in that conference. And Max says, book an appointment. I want to talk to you. And I heard it loud and clear. And so right. I can't wait to connect no, with him. I, again. I thought it was ridiculous. So that's that a great people- conference. I thought it was ridiculous when people said skulls would talk to them, but then I met the Mitchell Hedges skull and you put your forehead right up to these other skulls and you get a download. 
they comes through, especially the older. Yeah, even this yeah. skull has some weird stuff there. Interesting, but um, these right, are men. Like when it comes to crystals, what's that? It's you know back maybe a hundred years ago, fifty years ago, a hundred years ago, people would probably be like, "What do you mean this crystal skull has all this information?" Well, now we're right. utilizing skull. Um, I mean crystals even in computers to hold data, right? So right. we know that it, it we we've actually been able to mimic it. So. So the idea of this actually being a, a, a thing where they can do that isn't actually far out there anymore. Is right. the only thing and is that people, how did they do it? What kind of awareness did they have? You know, I hate what to kind tell of you what it reminds they... me of. What? So it reminds me of you know the old days. You see them in worship in the primitive tribes, and there's a skull right there that they're communicating with, and that's their god. And um, and I guess that's true. These these crystal skulls hold that godlike consciousness and of information for us. And they've been I think there was an Indiana. It was an Indiana. Yes, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. I think of that every every time I think of crystal skulls, I think of that that episode. I think they got the idea because crystal skulls started to become really popular. So they wrote a script about Indiana Jones and the crystal skulls. That's exactly what it is. Some people think they're not from this planet. They're off world. They're off because if you yeah, yeah. take a microscope to the real crystal skulls and there's only a few of them, you don't see any machine markings. If you take a microscope to this, you see machine markings. But these other skulls, they don't know how they were made. Some people yeah. think they were just polished for 200 years and to in order to get that shape. But... Um, yeah, yeah, that's going to be a great conference. I, I have some videos that I did. Right. From ten, and honestly, Ellen, yeah. there's a Crystal Skulls community, right, where mm -hmm. people are, are really about the Crystal Skulls. Then yes. there's everybody else who knows about the Crystal Skulls, and we really tap into everybody else that knows about them but hasn't maybe been to a conference about them. Or you met know? one of them. So, right. so this is going to be something... Well, call Michelle Nocerino because it was Nick Nocerino... I guess in the seventies that started to tune into the power of these crystal skulls. And I always knew about the Mitchell Hedges skull, but then these other skulls started to pop up. So Michelle is the daughter of Nick Nosarino and she came to my crystal skull conference and she owns lots of skulls. So when I gave you her number that uh, she's connected to all the skulls because it goes back to Nick Nosarino, the kind of, um, the lore of the crystal skulls, although they probably existed before that. So anyway, so yeah, we're doing, we're doing the, um, Alex Collier. Well, this is the lady in Playa del Carmen. No, the lady in Playa del Carmen just has a crystal skull. Um, Michelle Nocerino is somewhere, I think in the Bay area. Anyway, she is okay. one of the, keepers of the skulls and she has a great skull so anyway those are there's the kundalini conference there's the crystal skull conference there's the upcoming walk-in conference we're doing in january what's the other thing we're going to talk about today all right online pta yes yeah, so yeah i'm just going to list them off real quick okay, because there's so much okay um so first of all we're going to also do the hybrids conference in june again that's going to be our second annual we're going to do the set um the second annual star sea summit conference and I actually have an ancient civilization series starting in uh, January. We're going to start with ancient Sumer. Then the next month, we're going to do a whole day on India. The next month, we're going to do a whole day on Tartaria. 
The next month, we're going to go into Atlantis and Egypt. So every single month for 12 months, we're doing an all-day 10-hour conference on a different ancient civilization, right? And the panels, again, will be streamed online. And it's, it's basically us giving reverence to all these worldwide civilizations and how we got to this point. But just a couple other ones that we're going to all be working together on is we do have the next Portal to Ascension online conference. I'm sure a lot of you, if not most of you um, tuning in right now, probably attended it or have seen it because we've done quite a few. We've done three online conferences now. We have thousands of people. We have 8,000 people registered on the first one. Wow. And um, then, da -da -da, da -da -da -da, drum roll, please. We're yes. going to be doing, we're going back live for the San Diego Portal to Ascension live conference, October 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Marina Village um, Conference Center in right by the ocean, overlooking the bay in um, San Diego. We have about, uh, we have around 20 speakers that are gonna be joining us there, musicians. So the Portal to Ascension conference was originally live. It was 2018, 2019. Then we went online for three of them. So now we're going back to live. We're gonna have one online one every single year that might morph into a live one as well. And then we're going to have the live one October 7th, 8th, 9th. And Alan is going to be the main host of that event. He'll be emceeing a lot of people on stage. So a lot of exciting things to look forward to. Well, and what's the date again, Neil? Sounds great. What's the date? October 7th, 8th, and 9th. And how do they sign up? Can they, can they sign up now? Soon. It, within, a, within a week. Right now we're finalizing speakers. Um, we just finalized a bunch today. And then next week, I'm going to have the, the website up and you can sign up. You can sign up for the live stream or 10 live. But really, it's going to be a celebration, right? It's like, I'm not even going to what has happened in the last couple of years. But a lot of us, for some reason, haven't been able to go out. So this is going to be an opportunity now to really have a, a great celebration. And we're putting it in a place where we know that no matter what happens, chances are we're still going to be able to do it. So, um, you know, no matter what the situation is, we have really open space. We have a really large venue and we're overlooking the ocean there. Um, beautiful greenery, grass, amazing restaurants. So it's going to happen 99.99% chance that it's going to go wanna, on no matter what. Yeah. I just want to say, of course, San Diego is a big portal for lots of sightings. This is where the Nimitz saw the Tic Tac and um, Yvonne Smith talks about a group abduction. She writes a whole book about a group abduction that happened on Coronaro Island. The whole conference was abducted. Mm. I'm not saying will be abducted, but that's a really interesting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because yeah. that's what I see when we do some of these Portal to Ascension conferences. I actually see us. I literally am having an out-of-body experience when I, I see it. We're like going up the stairs together onto mm. the ship. And then we start and that ship is taking off. Yeah. And now you're telling us they had a group, a group abduction where the conference is, is an indoor outdoor center. And so what we liked about it is that you don't get claustrophobic. You can walk across to your hotel. It's actually a, a it's a great opportunity to get to know all the speakers. Yeah, the to get un, to know the universe us. guided us to that place. It yeah. was just the most synchronistic. We were going to do it in Desert Hot Springs, uh, but it didn't yeah. work out. But it just didn't work out. We suddenly like just so anyway. That's coming up. Well, and it's easier it not, to get to. People just fly to San Diego. They're right there. They don't have to drive two hours yeah. from Los Angeles. To Ten Desert minutes from Hot the airport. Great, great, great. So that so the next big thing that's coming up though is the walk-in conference in January, right? That's the next big event. Yeah. 
Yeah, so let's just tell everybody about that. And um, as Omar has said from Watchers Talk right there, who you should also check out, I'm, showing, I'm posting this comment right here. Sign up to portaltoascension.org and you will, you know, first of all, you're going to receive 3,000 hours of free presentation, all, mm -hmm. all categorized by speaker and topic. So it's going to be amazing for you. But also we'll send you updates on these events. And there's a few things. We're, oh, Alan, we're doing a JJ Hertek, um, well, JJ and Desiree, Protect event on 12-12 that's going to be up in a couple of days. And then we're doing a, a Christ, a Jesus Christ, um, right. um, what a, it really means, Christ next level information uh, with Whitley. Is that, yeah. that's, that's fine. What's the date of that thing with Whitley? 12-13, December 13th. Of this year? Yeah, this okay, year. It's coming and up. we have an event on 11-11. Oh, that's true too. What's the event? <laughs> we have an 11-11. What's that event, 11-11? Well, listen. Well, there's going to be, um, you know, I'm on Unified 1111, and you guys can just search it in Google. I think it's unified1111.com. I'm doing a panel with um, Laura Eisenhower, Celestine Starr, Michelle Anderson, Elizabeth April, Anistara, and Joan of Angels. They're all going to be my panelists, so you can tune into that. But then also in Portal to Ascension, Brandon from Paradigm Shift Central is going to be live here. So I know everybody have said a lot of information here, so maybe you should watch this back in slow motion. Well, <laughs> or, we're going to put the or, dates and the links, I think. Or what you should do is the best thing is actually just sign up to our website and you're going to get an update on every single thing that we're doing, you know. But just to circle back to what you were saying, Alan, the walk-ins conference, yes, that is going to be on January 8th and 9th. We're going to be doing a two-day conference on walk-ins and it's going to be the second annual one. And it was, that last year one was I mean, this year it was so incredibly awesome. The community that was generated from it really has been flourishing yes. ever since, right? Yes, it was. A and epic. I have to say something. You guys create a community with the panels and with all of the groups. I have never seen anything like it when I'm when I'm speaking or when I'm in these events. And the chat room itself is amazing. Okay, the chat room is actually as as amazing as the speaker is people's feedback to it. And then the panels and, and Neil brings everyone up afterwards. And there's something, it's just like, we're all going into this portal together is mm -hmm. how, how I feel like you create it. Yeah. For how sure. did you come so up with that? Most of our, I just want to know, how did you come up ascension? with portal? Yeah. Because that is such a radical, I said, who is this guy talking about? That is such, that takes a lot of guts to talk about portal to ascension. That was my first impression. Like, who is this guy? So how did you come up with that? <laughs> so, okay. What in 2006, I created an online Facebook group called 2012 consciousness, mind evolution and presence. And thousands of people started joining. Right. And then um, by 2008, I had a series of dreams. And in 2008, I had one final dream and the dream said, literally change the name to portal to Ascension. Right. Wow. So I, at that point, with Facebook fan pages, you could only change your name if you petitioned to Facebook to change your name and it was in alignment with the topic that your page already was. And mm. they believed, thank you, Facebook, I guess, <laughs> they believed that it was in alignment with the topic. So they allowed me to change the name to Portal to Ascension. And then I created um, Portal to Ascension California, UK, New York, Portland, Seattle, Canada. All of those groups started flourishing and that was it. But it really came in a dream uh, when I first created Portal to Ascension, a community was very divided. I, mean, I had a lot of people pushing back because they didn't like the name Ascension. And I feel more and more people have kind of embraced that now because it's not really about 
um, and I, this is the reason why, just to give you more information than you asked for, <laughs> the reason That's why okay. is that a lot of people thought that when we were talking about ascension, that we were talking about escapism, moving towards something, getting away from the now. But the to me, ascension has never been that. The, it's par paradoxical in nature. The only way that we can have an ascended reality is really embracing the moment and who we are now and loving ourselves for who we simply are. And by doing that, and the more of us do that, the more of the ability we are going to create this future that we all know is possible. So it, that's exactly what it is. That's why the Portal to Ascension Conference is so epic because we do different topics, as you all know, right, on different subjects. But the Portal to Ascension event is kind of a variety show of everything that we do, many different aspects of consciousness from uh, from sound healing, sacred sexuality, UFOs, star seeds, channeling, so much information because all of us have a piece of the puzzle. We're all doing um, coming from our own perspectives and our own calling, but ultimately we're doing it for the same reason, which is the upliftment of consciousness because we know that we have the abilities to really live in harmony on earth, but we're not quite at that point yet. So that's why I do all this work. And that's the story of how Portal Ascension was created. And I met Love you at, that. I think, one of your first online events in 2012. 12. Mm -hmm. No, live mm -hmm. event. Live event, rather. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I, and then I met you at my booth, but, but we mm -hmm. sort of started having but you know yeah. that's well, what's so amazing. great about I don't, you know this is this has been really good mm -hmm. alan i have learned a lot about you oh i have more to tell you joan i have more to tell you but <laughs> we'll do it another time well um, keep going keep going alan no tell us tell us tell us no it's just been you know i i i, I haven't you know some people work nine to five i've somehow found a way to support myself by doing this sort of investigations into consciousness. And it hasn't always been easy, but it has been my passion. And when Bashar says, follow your highest excitement, that's what I did. I followed my highest excitement because it, is there anything more exciting mm -hmm. than, than finding the mysteries, about the mysteries to the unknown, of finding out what, what we have yet to discover? I mean... This is why I love art and creativity. It's because this is a way we make known the unknown. We give more, as Terrence McKenna said, novelty mm -hmm. to creation. So I've sought out and I'm still seeking out the best and the brightest and the, and the most talented. And, and because everyone has a gift and, they, and when they find it, it makes them shine. And people want that power of of the divine to flow through them so that's that's the portal to ascension right there right there okay what i i missed your kind of what were you saying joan um who knows anymore <laughs> <laughs> suddenly we were offline i don't i don't okay you were offline for saying, but anyway this is very this exciting is a, it's been a great show if um just one more thing. What is coming up on the 11th then? What what can we tune in to that? On 11-11? Okay, so yeah. um, Omar posted it, 1111unified.com, if you want to attend that event of the live stream and also the panel that I'm going to be doing at 2.30. And then Brandon from Paradigm Shift Central, he's going to be going live on our YouTube. So we have another 11-11. We're doing two simultaneous 11-11 events. 
And it's just to tune into the energy there. So there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. Day. And we didn't mention the shows that I'm going to be doing, co-hosting with you on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. California time, 6 p.m. Eastern what? time. So we're, Neil and I are going to go live together. on. Port what are you co-hosting? What are you co Joan, what show the is show, that? The show. This show. So <laughs> weekly, weekly, we're going to do this show with different right. guests, okay. usually every other week. Well, no, we're not doing it live next week. You decided. Yeah, yeah. We're right. skipping one week. But yeah, weekly we're going live and oh, show. So we'll probably skip a week here and there, update. and it's going to be speakers that are on the platform. Okay, great. Yes. Great. Well, no, it's yes and no because it's going to be interviews. It's going to be interviews off the speakers that are upcoming and doing live events. Yeah, great. so everyone gets to know who they are. It's one thing when you listen to speakers and they give you all this material, but like today, okay? Because I think you're brilliant, Alan, and I love everything you do. But now I feel like I know more about your motivation and who you know. Yeah, deep and dives. It was a deep dive. And, and that's what I told um, Neil. I said, I need the first question is, who is Alan Steinfeld? Mm -hmm. I don't figure okay. that out. I mean, don't, you know, who, uh, who are any of us? Nobody knows who they, I mean, there's a sense, but can, cannot be expressed in words. But there's a history but don't believe your history either. You're not your history. You're not who you think you are. You're, we, all of us are the unknown and the unknowable. We're the mystery in creative form. So yes, I can't answer who, but yeah. I can't answer what. Anyway. Ah, I like that. And we can see who you are though, by your interests, your passions and the people you've gone after. And that, you know, you have a mission. And that's what I teach people is how do you find your mission, your purpose, your passion? Because we all have that. You know, we, we do all have what, that. Do what, you're, do what you're most excited about. This is the simplest formula, you know. And right. I'm, I'm always looking for people. You know, I got Paul Selig to come out of his apartment to do a public channeling. I say, Paul, you're good. Okay. I've been around. You're a high quality channel. It's time to talk to the world. And he goes, really? What if I don't, what if nothing comes out? I said, don't worry. There's a lot going to come through you. And he, now he's written like eight, nine books. But yeah, I, there's so well, many. That's things. a good segue into what Joan told me today, Alan, that a lot of people actually attest to their um, coming out and doing things because of you. And you want to share that story really quick? Which oh, yeah, tell Trisha me. McKenna's story. Oh, Trisha. Oh, which story about Trisha? As she Ken. said about Ellen. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you this. So, you know, Trisha is a very good friend of mine. She stayed with me a few weeks, you know, a couple of years ago. And she said to me, we were at her booth at Contact in the Desert, and you walked by, and she said, well, Alan means a lot to me. He's the one that got my career off the ground. Well, well I, I don't really know. She, she was already, I wanted her to do channeling more. She would get these information from this being, what was the name of that being? Rael or Ryan or something like that. And I said, Trisha, you have to channel this. This is good information. Anyway, she started to write all these books. But yes, I, but right. she was. Reading, and so I mean, she told me that. She yeah. said, you gave her a lot of opportunities and you showcased her. And by the way, she is going to be on, on the New Year's show that I'm doing on, for Portal to Ascension on. December 28th. Oh, really? Yeah, Trisha McCann. So who else is going to be on your New Year's show? Who else is on that show? Well, let's see. 
Oh, uh, just Trisha. It's maybe. just a, it's just one speaker per week. Unless um, unless there's a thing we decide to bring on another, but it's it's you know that New Year special. Trisha has the, the Christ consciousness and and the Divine Mother Mary, and I think that it'll be very healing. Well, yeah. And I'm going to get her to channel. Trisha is a, a, a library of knowledge. She she really is deep and has a lot of information. The Divine Feminine. She's one of my favorite people. So yes, we go back a long. Okay. She does, her and Phil Gruber go back a long way. Trisha and Phil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wait, so. You know the last the last contact in the desert where Trisha spoke. She stayed with me for a couple of weeks, and she actually went in my studio with me, and she was looking at some of the art, and she said, "Joni," because she calls me Joni. Do you mind if I? She said, "I'm feeling called to go into your art and dive in." And there she was, literally on her knees, painting some of these sacred symbols into some of my art. And I had such a past life experience with her. Suddenly, I remembered being in the temples with her and creating art. And I have chills just saying it. So I, I think I'll even show some of that art on our show. But yeah. Well, the other thing I want to mention, Neil, is like when things start to really open up in the world, we're going to do some travel workshop uh, explorations to some of the mm -hmm. sacred sites. We want to go to Egypt. We want to go to. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Petra, for sure. Petra's. The, I've Petra? been to Egypt. I've been to Greece. I've been to Israel. But Petra is just phenomenal. Petra is one of the most exciting places I've ever been to. You know, yeah, so yeah. Petra and Dom and her. Dom and her Dominic is going to be that, really a great place to take people to. I love let's Dom go, and her. Let's go. And I first and went Humpy. there with Trisha many years ago. And I was. Oh, yeah. Trisha used to go there. Yes. 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 And I would Humpy love to with, go with you guys. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. And we'll you go, know what? We were here now in Tulum. We're going to do one yeah. in Tulum, hopefully, in 2023. Is it 20? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's so Center. that's another portal to portal to ascension tours. We'll go to the crop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a whole uh, a, a different aspect of the umbrella organization of portal to ascension. Right. You know. You're and and let, let me see this. We're sharing a lot of stuff here, guys. A lot of excitement here. Um, but also, I am now traveling full time, so I am on a mission to go to every country in the world. And you and I'm starting now, and I'm gonna from now until February, I'm gonna probably be in eight eight different countries, and I'm gonna be creating mini documentaries and going live from them. So, so not only do we have all these events going on, but I'll be streaming them from different countries. And right now, I'm going to the ones that I'm allowed to go into, <laughs> you know. But then hopefully soon, I can go to all of them. So that's gonna be something cool to share with all of you as well. Great. Yeah, Good so to see you both. The world is changing, both. and we're part of that. It would be really fun. I can't wait to see mm -hmm. your documentaries. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think we've yes. done a great, great job. Look, everyone, you guys know a lot of these speakers, and that's why I think we're throwing them out at you, just, just so you know what we've been diving into. And, you know, we're getting all these conferences prepared now so that you all – see, look, they're all excited about it. I'm excited about it. and I'm, I'm also excited about doing shows with you. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Okay. Yes, pretty cool to do really the shows great. with Neil and to How be a part of Portal to Ascension. How long will you be? I, I come on? home on Saturday. He's he's oh, here. You come home on Saturday. Yeah. Are you going to Playa del Carmen after Tulum? 
Yeah, we're going. Okay, so tomorrow we're going to the archaeological site in Tulum, and we'll be posting some of that on the YouTube stories, right? So subscribe you to the mean channel. The ruins check that by out. the ocean. There's ruins right by yeah. the ocean. There. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, those are some of I my favorite wait. ones. I cannot. I was, wait to I see was those. like, you know, that um, if I was in the ancient Mayan Empire, which I think I was, I'd probably want a job transfer to get to the Tulum. <laughs> I believe. Like, right. Can you get me by the ocean? So we'll, and then we're going right, to Plato that evening. So we're going to Plato Carmen is, tomorrow. Right, but I'm just saying most of the Mayan no, stuff ahead, is inland. It's delayed, not so by sorry, the ocean. No, I'm just saying most of the Mayan ruins or temples were in the interior. They were not by the ocean for some reason. You know, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, Neil, <laughs> Neil and Joan are frozen again. But uh, no, Neil's not from Canada. I think he's originally from England. If, uh, oh, God, I'm just looking at the chat. Anyway, what were we saying, Neil? So let me just bring this all together here really quick. Um, yeah, so just to answer your question first, Plaudo coming tomorrow for dinner, but then um, next week I'm going to be there for nine days. So that's when I'm going to see. Hope Maybe we'll see her tomorrow. I'm going to hit her up and see if we can see your friend. With the yeah, Joan, yeah, I want Joan to meet you. I want you to meet that crystal skull, Joan, because it's a great crystal okay, good. skull. Oh, it's my God. Real, I cannot wait. It's, it's a life-size crystal wait. skull. And you just hold your forehead up to it, and you get downloads. You really do. I mean, I, I thought this is ridiculous until I did it. And there, yeah, there's power. In well, so we're going to interview her if we can and, and get, okay. share the downloads. So, yeah, we're, right. we're all old souls, and particularly yes. Alan. But this yes. one is a very old soul too. Just, just to put it there. When I did Time doesn't chart exist, so it's all good. with me, I discovered we had been together many, many lifetimes doing work that they said. They said as long as your relationships on a spiritual plane, you will be bringing, like, you will be healing the planet. And I think it goes for you too, Alan. You know, there's a tribe of people that have come together to be at the forefront of new realities, ascension. And miracles they yeah. all go hand in hand and that's why we're a perfect team for this tonight and mm -hmm. i hope right. everyone's enjoyed this this show i, I really love the chat i yeah. love to and let's Dave. let's do this Derek, yeah i know it's pretty fun what? huh so alan yeah, let's what? let's give it to you for a few moments here why don't you give us some few words and then joan can go ahead and close us out I think, you know, this is really exciting times and what me and Neil and Joan have been doing uh, and what everyone in this kind of field has been doing is just the beginning of breaking open the barrier to the unknown. We're at the beginning of strange, mysterious, wonderful, exciting times where what used to be called miracles will become every day where the real vibration of the human body will start to ascend where doorways of consciousness, of perception, of ETs, all the, the veil between the dimensions is lifting. And that's good for some people and those who are a little freaked out by it. Well, just get used to it. But there are these... Um, <laughs> get there over are, it. Really? Because there's no longer the cosmic isolation that has kept us into a narrow box of thinking. We are somehow, and, and the government fo coming forward is a symptom of the realities that are starting to emerge every day around us. Power, consciousness has more power than ever. And all of us here at Portal to Ascension believe in that, know 
who we are and feel this is the time for the empowerment of human beings away from multinational, away from governments, corporations, all those that have tried to control our lives. It's now up to us to steer the ship of the planet Earth into new realities, new dimensions, new times of ascension. Yes. So that's a little something because I really feel something new and completely different is about to land. So, yes. And I agree. I agree. I appreciate it. So everyone should go look for Alan at New Realities, right? Well, in my best... My, my new realities website's being rebuilt right now. Go to youtube.com slash new realities. Get my book, Making Contact, which is an overview of the UFO phenomena. Uh, I could play a little clip. I, I guess we, we'll do that another time. Um, I'll play a little it's clip a- from my book opening. And, and they can uh, also connect with you on Clubhouse. Look for Alan. He lives on Clubhouse. <laughs> and you can also email me at newrealities at earthlink.net. Newrealities at earthlink.net. And you can get my book on Amazon, Making Contact. And we're going to do lots more with Joan and Neil and all the other regulars. Omar, this is quite a crew you've collected, Neil, of allies to move into the future. Thank you. Is that it? Are we finished? Are you are you frozen? Yeah. Well, look, before before we hand it over to Joan real quick, let me just say we the, the amount of comments that we're getting, the epic comments that we're getting from all the footage that we're putting out is really appreciated and it just helps us and makes me want to create more, you know. So keep the energy flowing, keep um, engaging here, you know. And oh, can you guys hear? Can you hear us? Yeah. Yep. Can you hear yep. us? Yes, yes, yes. I'm just going to yes. assume he's frozen. We're not. No, we're frozen. No. Yeah, we're the, I right. hear you can guys. You hear us? You're, not, you're not frozen. Okay, not oh, frozen. you can hear, you can hear? Yes, you're not no. frozen at all. You're very much alive. Yes, he can hear us. All right, yes. Alan, it yes. is so fun to talk to you. I'm assuming, yeah, Omar says you can hear us. Yes. So yes. anything yes. else we want to add from you, Alan? Uh, well, there's so much more. We're Let's frozen. do another revisit of my. Uh, <laughs> all, of right, my- all right. So let me let me oh, take this really quick this. here. Let me let me collect the energy in real quick. And yeah. um, I'm assuming that you can hear us. So let me just make some closure here. Um, Alan. Thank you. I can hear you. Yes. I can hear you. Go ahead. Now you're frozen. Um Oh, now you're unfrozen. Go ahead, Neil. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, we have we have like a twenty second delay. So, all right, let's um let's just hope that you are hearing us right now. And I I'm do. not sure if Alan is speaking at the same time, but if he is, no. New Realities, check him out on YouTube. Check him out on YouTube, New Realities. Subscribe to our channel, Portal to Ascension. Joan of Angels as well is um has a lot of content coming out there please do help her grow her channel so that you know she can put more content out there and create some epic awareness where she's tapping into the angelic realm 
And I think we're we're back now. I think we just lost Alan. We Alan, lost Alan but, that, but that was fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So let's go ahead. Go ahead and take All us right, away. All right, guys. So number one, thank you for putting up with some of our sound and visual quality, you know, imperfections today. But the material and letting you know what we're up to is so important because it's a new year is coming and we are all entering into this new consciousness. And as Alan mentioned, really amazing times are coming. And the best way to get through any of the chaos from here to there is number one, like learn, learn with us, like be part of our community as we're growing into the consciousness. And also really important to take a deep dive into what your mission is, your purpose is, your passion, and what you came here to do in the next one or two years as we really go into that ascension portal and go through clearing that energy. So I'm really happy. Um, by the way, guys, thank you. You guys got me to over a thousand. I got a big email from YouTube and that's a big deal. I've been trying to grow it for a long time. So I really thank you all. Check out my website, get the book. I have a free ebook on there. What is my soul purpose? What is my soul mission? And that is how we are going to be stepping into this new consciousness and new age. You have a soul mission. You came here to be here now. So I think that's my message for the night. And I'm just, I just love you all. And, and I've been fought, you know, I've been getting to know you and loving all of you. Mm -hmm. Anything else I should say? I think no, that's, that's it. Okay. And um, yeah, Alan, thank you so much, brother. So, so stay tuned for a lot more information, a lot more awareness coming forward. Um, we're going to be going live every single day with some sort of premiere or something like that. So love you all. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye-bye. Expect miracles. All right, Alan. Talk soon. Okay, bye.